welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about Season 7, Episode 10, Past the Duchy. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi wiki summary? Sure. Okay. While dealing with chemo, Spinner pushes Jane away and turns to marijuana to calm his stomach. When his dark path collides with his ex-girlfriend Darcy's, his school year and relationship with Jane are threatened. They talk about weed like like it's like heroin. They're like, his dark path. He's making a mistake. I mean, it's 2008, so people are still like... This is back when those above the influence ads were still going on TV and everyone was like, it's a drug and we should be afraid of it. It's title one for a reason. So it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, watching it with 2017 eyes, I'm like, what? What is this happening? But, you know, that tracks. It was all the like flat girl melting into a couch talking to a dog. Makes me sad when you get high commercials. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Also, I think it helps that you and I personally have worked on like numerous weed magazines for Newsweek (laughs) and know a lot more about weed and medical marijuana and all of that jazz. Um, But the episode is called Pass the Duchy, which is a 1982 song by um, Musical Youth. And you can tell if you're listening to the song that true youths are singing it because the voices are high-pitched. It's actually a cover of two songs. One called Gimme the Music by You Brown and one called Pass the Coochie by Mighty Diamonds, which is more like specifically about cannabis use because coochie is like a slang term for a cannabis pipe. But I know they changed it to Pass the Duchy for this version version because children were seeing it. And I think it's a duchy is like a type of like pot or like a type of like dish or something or a pet. Yeah, a patois term for a cooking pot uh, from Jamaica. But whatever, it's still basically about weed. It's still a stoner song. And I think it ties in with the episode. That's actually funny. I didn't know that it was also like a type of like whatever in Jamaica because a Dutch is like a, it's like what you roll um, weed in to make a blunt. It's like a type of cigar. So and it, so it's like it just kind of I don't know it just travels over. It's still like a weed thing. I don't well, I feel like this song they tried to like clean it up by calling it a duchy but i think everyone still already knew that it was based on a song about weed and it kind of just became its own weed term maybe after the fact because of this song i don't know if that's what the term dutch comes from but i know that their like attempts to try to clean it up like didn't at all and it still became like a part of stoner culture it's really funny. Uh, I think it's. I think they're just because that's what the cigars are named. They're like Dutch or something. I don't remember. It's been a while. I don't smoke weed anymore. Um, if you've seen my blonde hair, TPT, you know why. Just staring into the abyss. Um, anyway, so we 
finally have, you know, after all that stuff with Mr. Simpson, when he was going through cancer, he was always a B plot. And we finally have like someone going through this, like as an A plot, getting like the attention that it deserves, which I appreciate. Yeah, for sure. Um, But the episode starts with Spinner playing pool in the pool hall with Jane. And he has this terrible hat on. I guess we can get into fashion police. He has this like mullet hat on, which I guess is funny because he's bald now. But I was really confused about it at first because it doesn't immediately look like hair. It looks like he has like some kind of like rag hanging from the back of his hat. And I did not. I was very confused at first. Jane's like a little gothier this episode and she dresses exactly like me in seventh grade. Like it's eerie. Paige's intern or fashion assistant clothing has improved. I really like her dress that she wears at the photo shoot. It's like kind of it's like cinched at the waist but kind of it flows out. I don't know. It looks good. But her superior David in the last scene, he's wearing like the craziest fedora and just the craziest outfit. And also, speaking of this entire fashion situation, the model who is this designer? Those clothes are bad. They're really bad. They're like JC Penny trying to be edgy, but like really tacky and cheap. And oh, I hate it so much. I hate it. But also, it's 2008. Not exactly the high point in fashion. Let's be real. <laughs> um, I like Jimmy's purple zip up hoodie. It was kind of giving me Justin Bieber vibes, but maybe not in a bad way. Drake pulls it off better, obviously. Although another Canadian musician tie, I guess. Whatever. Oh, Ellie is back in all this shapeless, like, blob clothing. She, in one of the scenes, she's wearing, like, the longest cardigan that's, like, buttoned up and baggy. And when they go to the movie, she's wearing this, like shapeless gray dress over a long sleeve black shirt she's like i don't understand why they're frumping her up but it does not stop in this episode it's a bummer i don't have any other fashion notes do you no i'm good that's all i got okay um so let's see yes mullet hat and so they're at the pool hall and they run into jay and jay is like Oh, Spinner, how long have you been rocking that sweet mullet? And Spinner takes off the hat and he just has this like look on his face that's like, haha, you fucking asshole. And he just goes, I have cancer, dude. And it was just like, it was weirdly satisfying, but also very sad. Also, I didn't know that Jay like didn't know about his cancer because I feel, I didn't realize they still like weren't great because haven't we seen them hang out? I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up. Um, but then Jay is like, oh, wow, I'm really sorry, man. But look on the bright side. Hello, medical marijuana. And then Spinner is saying, like, oh, they won't prescribe them to a teen, or at least they won't prescribe it to me. I'm like, you're 18. Why wouldn't they prescribe it to you? I don't get it. Is it because you have, like, you don't technically have a record. I don't, And I don't know how why that would affect it that much anyway. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I don't know. Like, if it was America, yes, I get it, because the laws here are crazy but i feel like canada's cooler about that kind of thing or maybe they're not i don't know 2008 i don't know what the laws were in 2008 i mean i know they just just legalized recreational like this year in 2017 which i'm kind of surprised it took canada that long um but yeah i feel like they would be more like cool with medical marijuana but again 2008 i still am not 
I also can't really totally speak to what the rest of even our country was like in 2008 because medical marijuana has been legal in California since literally 1996. Like it's the longest state. It's the first state that had it. And it's so I'm just like, I don't know. Like that's always been an option, right? Like since I was four. Um, but I don't know. He's like, I can't get that. But everyone is also still like cagey about marijuana because again, it's 2008. But whatever. And then the same theme song plays. And then we're in cl- English class and Darcy and Spinner like start chatting again for what seems like the first time since they've really broken up, which is kind of awkward, but also not really awkward at all. And then Spinner is like scarfing down crackers because he's really nauseated from all the, the chemo and nothing he, no kind of medication he's been taking has been able to help. And then he goes up to give a presentation in English class. And then he throws up on Queen Kwan. Poor Queen Kwan. Poor Queen Kwan. She just sounded like she was going to cry. Um, I have no idea how Spinner is even walking around functioning in the day-to-day. Like, I've seen people go through chemo and go through having cancer. And they're, like, not walking around. They're, like, no, staying here in the hospital for like days like I feel like this is such like a tv idea of what cancer is yeah I know I mean even Mr. Simpson took time off of work for chemo Uh, but I think I think it's mainly just Spinner trying really hard not to stay at home because he as we learn later like Miss H when like when he goes into the nurse's office Miss H comes in and is like, I think you need to take time off. And he's like, no, Jimmy and I made a vow that we would graduate together. I like, I can't put off any more school, which I get because he's been in, like, he like got expelled and then he kind of, he's like repeating a year and I get it, but also it can't be great. Oh, but before that scene, we get a brief glimpse into Paige's like fashion assistant life and she's talking to David or whatever his name is he's like and he had her position before she did and she's asking him how long were you in this position before you got promoted And he's like oh not long like four years which does sound like a long time but also Paige you're a tiny baby like stop trying to jump the gun you just started this job seriously and actually for this kind of position four years seems pretty reasonable like it's a long time but I mean there's not a lot of steps in that industry. It's like assistant and then like assistant blank and then like the thing and then like head of the thing. You know, it's like there's usually only like four or five levels to go. So four years is not crazy. No, definitely not. Um, And then we are then I think. Oh, yeah. So then after Miss H talks to Spinner, he text Jay have needs for weed (laughs) (laughs) and then the next day we see him like (laughs) just have needs for weed is first of all just a hilarious sentence but like you know for like this entire thing they're being so cagey about weed in general but then like just flagrantly like texting it out into the world not even just being like yo are you holding or something I don't know I don't know, man. I d- doesn't surprise me that nobody on the show knows how to do this. Um, but then the next day, Spinner's like smoking a joint like behind a bus, 
a school bus and then like throws it on the ground. He's like, all right, I'm doing great now. And then in media immersion, he's like watching monkey videos on YouTube and is like loopy and high. I'm like, come on, people. This, first of all, this is ridiculous. Also, do we not know the di- I guess we probably don't know the difference between like indica and sativa yet. Like he needs some fucking sativa to get him just like amped up, ready for the day. I don't know what he's on. Also, I was thinking about that. I mean, the thing with medical marijuana and like dispensaries and stuff is that like you can go and it's prescribed to you and they can tell you exactly like what to use and, and not like your weird sketchy like mids that you're getting from Jay that's like like just smoking like garbage weed like go to a fucking dispensary and then they can be like this will help you like it'll help your nausea but you'll be able to like make it through the day moral of the story is you know we should be legal okay bye we need some portion control here we need like a specific milligram amount to make the pain and the nausea go away without the like loopiness that can come with getting high this is why medical marijuana is a good thing and we and why also with recreational laws we need to figure out like good portion control because then people like fucking maureen o'dowd or maureen dowd from the new york times will go to a dispensary and eat like an entire weed candy bar and say she felt like she was dying but she didn't look at the like what how much you're actually supposed to take at a time all right Thank you very much. Anyway, then, so Jimmy is like, you're so fucking high right now. And Spinner's like, you're high for thinking that I'm high. Like, what do you even, I don't know. And then Jimmy says something stupid like, prosecution rest, your honor. The defendant has smoked chronic. So is Jimmy still going to be a lawyer? What's going on? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand. Um... Also, I like how after he and Ashley have broken up, she's just, like, disappeared from the face of the earth. We don't see her anymore. As she should be. (laughs) And then after class, Jane is like, why didn't you text me? Like, hello, what's going on? And he's like, sorry, I was in a bad mood. I've been in my head. And he's like, she's like, all right, well, that's my job. I'm here to, like, lift you up and put you in a good mood. And she's being cute. She's trying to help Spinner, although I can see how, like, the constant good mood could, like, not be great in the long term. But she's doing her best in trying to help in the only way she knows how. And she's like, well, let's go to this concert later. He's like, sounds great. And then we are back at the fashion photo shoot thing. And Tobias, the, I don't even know who he is, um, hates all the photos Oh my god. So this fucking photo shoot, first of all, is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's one model. She's not moving. She's not doing anything. She's just standing next to a ladder sometimes. And it's like and and the lighting is bad and they have all the like house lights on in the studio. It's I don't What's what is happening? I hate it. I hate it so much. And Tobias is like, she looks sullen and stiff, and I'm like, and poorly lit. And I'm just so mad about this entire stupid photo shoot. It's not a photo shoot. It is garbage. It is garbage. I know high school students who would have done this better. And then Paige is like, well, let's just make them black and white, and they'll look better. 
Oh, I'm so mad. I hate it so much. I just, okay. Making it black and white isn't going to make it better. And also, like, don't shoot for post. Like, don't be like, we will fix that. Like, like, shoot it for, like, for it to be complete. Like, black and white can be an option later. But don't shoot something going into thinking, well, I'll make it black and white and that'll make it better. That's not how that works. And also, it's just not a good idea. And for fashion, like, black and white for fashion, like, you can't really show off the clothes if the color is at all important. You can for certain things, like, if it's a specific shape. But I don't know what they're doing or what they're going for. Just, like, being like, well, this photo shoot sucks. Let's make it black and white so it'll be moody. I'm like, I hate it. And also, fucking Paige, don't jump in there. Like, that is so uncool and unprofessional. Like, let the grown-ups talk, Paige. You can't just jump in there and be like, I have a swell idea. Like, she should be fired. Well, Andrea rightfully freaks out and is like, you don't get to do that. Don't jump in and do that. And she's like, I need you to be this. And she points to her Blackberry, lol, Blackberries. And she's like, I need you to be a walking, talking PDA, lol, the term PDA, and cheap shoes. And the page is like, these shoes are not cheap. And I'm walking out of here now. And I'm like, Paige, you have zero leverage to be high and mighty right now you are literally at the bottom of the totem pole you need to fucking put in the work to be able to work your way up like you have like no you have no right to be high and mighty right now Paige does not understand how this works like oh god it's really it's just really annoying to watch it's really annoying and she's just oh these aren't cheap shoes I'll bet you a hundred dollars those are cheap shoes they're like some like H&M sale bin type of bullshit like maybe she went to a Nordstrom's but they're they're by Andrea's status I'm sure cheap shoes well yeah they're probably not $500 shoes which means they're cheap shoes in the fashion industry hello they're probably like maybe over $100 shoes which I'm like yeah that's not cheap if you're like an 18 year old but you work in the fucking fashion industry they're probably like Steve Madden shoes like nice Steve Madden or something Hello. Anyway, um, then we're at the dot and Darcy and Spinner are like hanging out and Darcy's like, Peter's at his dad's yacht club and I just need to study. And I'm like, of course, Peter's at his dad's yacht club. And Darcy is just so lost and aimless and it's very sad. Is it weird that my note was, Darcy's more likable now. (laughs) I mean, she's more likable, but it's also sad because she's clearly like given up on caring about anything. Because she's still working through some shit. It's very understandable, but it's also very sad. And then and then Spinner, like, gets nauseated again. And Darcy's like, oh, nothing's helping. And he's like, no, nothing. Well, one thing. And she's like, marijuana? I also love how everyone just keeps saying marijuana instead of, like, weed or pot or whatever. People don't really know the term cannabis yet, which I think is kind of what's used now. But... Yeah, it's like marijuana. Except for Jimmy, who's this chronic. He's like borrowing straight out of like L.A. slang, which is hilarious. Um, I mean, he probably listens to Dre, so whatever. And then um, 
but Darcy is surprisingly not being judgy about Spinner smoking pot. And he's like, oh, well, I have some now. Let's go outside and talk. And then he, like, leaves his phone on the table to go outside to smoke. I'm like, what? No. And while he leaves his phone on the table, Jane is calling and he's missing the call. And it's like, oh, no, he's bailing on Jane's concert to, like, have a talk with Darcy while he smokes. Yeah, I mean, oh, also, he lights up on the sidewalk. I was like, what are you doing? I mean, you can do that like here in New York in 2017 and people don't really care. But in 2008, in like a suburb of Toronto, probably not the smartest idea. <laughs> um, But then the next day we're at Marco, Ellie and Paige's house and Paige is like, I'm taking a personal day. Let's all hang out. I've made you all breakfast. Stop studying for whatever you're studying for, which is probably like historiography which is the like study of the history of history I feel like this is made up and I don't understand but Paige is like convincing Marco and Ellie to play hooky with her because she can't go back to work because she fucking walked out she made the maple bacon the candy of meats which actually sounds delicious and so Canadian And also, and she's like, I want to hang out with you guys, like my closest, as your clo- one of your closest friends. And then Ellie's like, oh, actually, I don't really like you, <laughs> which made me so happy because I was like, oh, Ellie's back. Like after the last time we saw Ellie when she was like just the whiniest, most annoying baby, I'm like, oh, right. Ellie is still Ellie. Thank God. Um, but then the next scene we're at school and Jimmy and Spinner are talking and Jimmy's like, um... Why did you bail on that chemistry test or something chemistry related? And then Spinner's like, I know all I need to know about chemistry. THC, my brother, (laughs) which is so stupid. I just want to punch him right in the nose. I'm like, come on, man. It's not it's, it's not even chemistry. I just I hate it. And then Jimmy is like, oh, are you sure you're doing okay? If anything, it's herbology. What? It's like it's like botany, botany, botany. Herbology is Harry Potter. Yeah. (laughs) Can you tell I haven't taken a science class since uh, 11th grade? (laughs) I mean, same. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't know. And then Jimmy's like, "Um, are you sure you're doing okay? It seems like your weed smoking is getting in the way of your studies and like being a concerned friend. And he's like, not you too. You're going to get like all up on my case about weed when Jimmy's just like, dude, it's getting in the way. And then Jane kind of like blows off Spinner and Jimmy's like, oh, looks like you pissed her off. And then Spinner's like, I'm really sorry. I blew you off. And Jane is like, um... Like, you blew me off. What the fuck? And she's not having any of his shit. And he's like, I'm sorry. And I don't really remember anything else from this scene. She actually forgives him pretty fast because he he is continuously, as he referred to it earlier, playing the cancer card. And so she forgave him pretty fast, which, I mean, if I was in her shoes, I would have as well. But she also doesn't know what he was really doing. So... Right, that's true. I th- oh, yeah, because he's like, oh, sorry, I got high and I fell asleep and whatever. And she's like, okay, fine. And then they're like, let's hang out after school. And then we're at the movie theater with Marco, Ellie, and Paige. 
and they're like playing hooky and I don't know what the fuck movie they're watching but we over but we hear like one eunuch holds the fate of all humanity and I'm very confused about what they're saying I don't know I would just was imagining some sort of Lord of the Rings scenario like I don't know I have no idea and I'm wondering if it's on purpose that they're like talking about a eunuch and Spinner has ball cancer I don't really know it's like all tied together Oh, God, that didn't even occur to me. <laughs> and so they're at the movies and it's like, OK, whatever. I like I don't care about what they said. They're like playing hooky, whatever. And then we're at the pool hall again and Spinner's in a fucking mood and he can't handle Jane's positive attitude, but he's being a dick about it. And and um. I guess he's probably high. I don't know. It's some marijuana comes up somehow. And Jane is like, Spinner, I don't care. Just be like, she's like, I don't care if you're smoking weed. Just be awake. Just be here. And he's like, I can't handle you talking. Oh, and she keeps talking about DJ sanity. And she wants to go to like this concert and like they should go. And Spinner's like, I don't want to party. And I don't want to talk about party. I just want to have talks. And she's like, well, I was just trying to talk to you. And he's like, you're trying to talk to me about partying. And you know what? Last night, I wasn't just sleeping. Like, I was having a really nice talk with Darcy. And she's like, oh, you are hang- You bailed on me to hang out with your ex-girlfriend? Cool, dude. Like, take your weed. Take your self-pity. Take your great talk with Darcy. And shove it up your butt. And I'm like, yeah, Jane, but this is so tame. It was very, it's just, it's very sweet. Shove it up your butt. Oh, God. But I don't know. I'm like, Spinner, man, stop. You have like a really good thing going. Don't, don't fuck it up. But I mean, I get it. I think he's allowed to be a little self-loathing right now and down on himself because he has cancer. Um, But then the next day in English class, he is high again and trying to give his English presentation that he couldn't give before because he threw up. And then Queen Kwan is not having any of it. And he's like, she's like, um, you're obviously not taking this seriously. What's happening? And he's like, eh, you know what? Whatever. I'm going to go get high. And he just like walks out of class. And I guess um, Darcy follows him. I don't know. But then we see then we're back with Paige and it's the next day. Well, it's like the same day as the English presentation, but it's the next day. Anyway, sorry. Timelines. And then Paige is like, let's like hang out. And they're like, another personal day? She's like, yeah, I thought about going to work, but then I decided to go shopping. And I think we should have a fab aff of fun. I rented movies, three that like go all in line with each of what we like. And Marco's like, you need to go back to reality. What is going on with you? And he's giving her all of the sage advice. And she's like, oh, I don't know what's happening. Maybe I'll go back to university next semester. He's like, oh, and have another mental breakdown. University was not for you. You have to think about, like, the next four years. Like, would you rather put in the time at university or would you rather do it at this job? Like, what would get you further? Like, take a second and think about it, Paige. Jesus fucking Christ. Seriously, Paige. Um, Also, and she makes a perfect storm reference, which so timely um but and she's like talking about how like she feels like she's never getting anywhere further she's been working there for like four months if that if that yeah i'm like Paige, 
You literally just started this fucking job. I'm sorry, work is hard, but you need to fucking pay your dues. You haven't even been there for a year yet. Calm down. This is the fashion industry. It's hard. Also, you're in the Canadian fashion industry, so it can't be actually that hard comparatively. Like, buck up and fucking suck it up and do the work. That's the only way you're going to get ahead. Like, it's kind of a wake-up call. Well, another one, I guess. She learned that university was hard, and now she's learning that even things that she likes to do is hard. And... You gotta fucking suck it up. This is the real world. Welcome to the OC, bitch. Come on. (laughs) Um, But then we are in the ravine and Spinner and Darcy, well, Spinner's out there smoking and Darcy's just with him and she's like talking about, she's just being a real bummer. So Spinner, well, first Spinner like it like occurs to him suddenly like oh I just did something very dumb and then he's like what kind of idiot fails his own language three times which is not a terrible point um and but Darcy the thing with Darcy is that Darcy is like really super dark right now very valid I mean I would hang out with her she's I like I I want her to get help but also like she seems fun, um, but like is not a, not good to hang out with when you're super stoned. It <laughs> seems like a bad idea. She's gonna like he's like you're making me paranoid, and she's like life is hell, and I'm like okay, Darcy. She says life is a prison. <laughs> I was like Jesus, Darcy, and Spinner's like I need to leave. I need to go fix my life. I'm like, yes, you do, Spinner. Get away from Dark Darcy. She's not a good influence on you right now. And then we're back at the fashion place. This is when David is wearing a fedora. And Paige is like, I'm back. And she's like, I realized that I really care about this place and that I really need to put in the work. I'm like, you a thousand percent would not be allowed back. You would be replaced with someone willing and eager and and probably more suited for the job honestly there's a million of you like out there who can do this who want it and you left and you would totally not get a second chance but Andrea's like all right well if you do it again like you are you won't be so lucky like blah 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 I mean you'd be surprised at how unwilling people are to retrain new hires (laughs) So I feel like I feel like it's pretty like it sucks, but I feel like it's pretty reasonable that she like I I don't think it's reasonable, but I feel like it's not totally unbelievable that she gave her a second chance. Like I think she should have fired her, but also like I just know based on like bosses that I've had that like they really don't want to train somebody new. <laughs> That's true, but also I feel like her job is probably such a competitive entry level thing that there's probably a line of people who could just take that job and it's like how hard is being an assistant anyway at least when you're starting out I don't know whatever but I but I get it yeah anyway that's the end of that she gets her job back and it's fine and then we are then we're back at Degrassi and Spinner is like walking out with Miss H and she's like, thanks for understanding. Like, I'm really sorry. And she's like, it's fine. Like, this is your one pass, basically. Um, 
And I'm just like, they have vastly misrepresented like medical marijuana. Oh yeah. And she's like, and you need to stay on your medications and only your medications. I'm like, God, we need to have some education about fucking medical marijuana in this. They did a bad job with this. Um, but then he like runs into Jane. He's like, oh, please like talk to me. Let me like, please forgive me. I'm really, really sorry. And she's like, you kind of hurt my feelings, dude. I'm like, oh, sad. And he apologizes. And it's cute. And then she apologizes, too, for trying for being like too like peppy and cheery, which I thought was nice, too. That was nice. I mean, I don't think she did anything wrong, but the YouTube comments disagreed. <laughs> they were all like, Jane's terrible. It's like, no, I mean, she just, she's a kid and she doesn't know what the right move is. And for some people, I'm sure that method works. Yeah. But I thought it was nice that she like realized like, oh, what I was doing like wasn't helping you. And I'm sorry that what I was doing like contributed to your stress, even though she didn't do anything wrong. She like acknowledged like, oh, maybe I also wasn't helping with your mood, which I thought was very nice and like intuitive of her. And then... She, and then he, she's like, oh, I really like you. And he's like, I like you too. And they're like, cool. And he's like, oh, and one more thing. And then they kiss and it's cute. And I'm like, oh, have they not kissed yet? I can't remember. I couldn't remember either. But I'm like, I guess finally. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I like it. Good for them. It was very sweet. And that's how it ends. It's very nice. Um, But we found a YouTube comment that like is fine. Would you like <laughs> to? <laughs> It's fine. Uh, from Amber Phoops <laughs> one year ago. Bald Spinner is giving me Vin Diesel vibes. True facts. Peace sign emoji. Wait, do you want to do it? Family. <laughs> Perfect. Um, all right. Spirit Squad Captain of the Episode. Jane, maybe? Because she was there for him and trying to help and, like, continue to have a positive attitude and called him out on his bullshit. Yeah, Jane is good. I'm also going to go with Marco because he entertained Paige's bullshit for one day. And then when it lasted longer than one day, he was like, cut the shit. <laughs> Perfect. Um, ship of the episode, Spinner and Jane, for sure. Oh, yeah, obviously. Moral of the episode. Um, try not to go into a dark spiral. Um, learn how to medicate yourself properly. Know your limits. When you're in a bad mood, address it and don't bury it. I don't know. This one's kind of hard. Medical marijuana should be legal. <laughs> sure. Erase the stigma. <laughs> Remove it from the fucking Title One, Like, my God, it is not equivalent to cocaine and heroin and meth. Like, let's be real. Um, anyway, grapevine. We don't really have any tweets, but we do have an email from Bethany, who we did a review for her last time, but now we're going to read her email. And her email subject is bummer times. At least there's a party. Kelsey and Holland. Hello, ladies. I discovered the Whatever It Takes podcast purely by accident when searching for another podcast. 
I'm totally hooked and listened to the first six seasons in about two weeks while working, driving, exercising, everywhere I went. You guys were there. I can only assume I am a slightly different demographic than most of your listeners as I'm 36 years old. So just like Sean is your resident straight guy, I would like to think that I am your resident old lady. Oh, 36 is not old, Bethany. It's just older than us. <laughs> yes, that's... Not even by that much. No. <laughs> yes, that's right. I started watching Degrassi, The Next Generation, as an adult. In my defense, I was an avid watcher of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High as a preteen in the early 90s. In the U.S., they would rerun the episodes on Showtime on Saturday mornings, and I never missed an episode. I started watching TNG for the reunion episode since I knew it featured many of the old school kids and 16 or so seasons later, I'm still watching. I maintain that I watch TNG for nostalgia purposes, which seems way less creepy than a woman in her mid, in parentheses, late 30s watching a TV show made for preteens, teens. Yeah, I'm sticking to that. Anyway, just some random thoughts about all things Degrassi. One, I may be wrong about this, but I believe you guys have said more than once that people have told you that if you watch the original show, your opinion of Joey would not be so positive. I respectfully disagree with that. I mean, to be fair, he was kind of the worst in the first season, but he quickly became one of my favorite characters on the show. I don't know. Maybe that says more about teenage me than I'm willing to admit, but I stand by it. Two, that rave in season three. Oh my god, that rave. What was that? <laughs> three, why was Hatsalakas the coach for every girl's sport and Armstrong the coach for every boy's sport? I mean, seriously, who coaches both gymnastics and floor hockey, wrestling and basketball? Come on, Degrassi, couldn't you put pull in Quan or Perino for some of the action? To be fair, I stayed far away from anything that involves school spirit in high school, so maybe this is the way things are done? Also, have you ever noticed that Armstrong refs a lot of the sporting events? How is that even allowed, and why haven't the other schools risen up to rebel against the unfair system? 4. I don't understand why we didn't see Spinner's other friends' reactions to his cancer diagnosis in Death or Glory, other than Jimmy, of course. Maybe if Marco wasn't so busy trying to get close to not-even-gay Griffin, he would have been more attentive to the needs of one of his best friends. Also, where the hell was Kendra during the whole ordeal? Oh, Kendra, how I miss you. Five. Oh, my God. Ever since you guys brought up Sad Spinner in the intro of season five, I can't not think of Holland screaming, Be the best! <laughs> it makes me smile every time. So thanks for that. <laughs> Six. I know everyone is really hounding you to review Next Class, but you guys should definitely watch Junior High and High when you have the chance. It's so deliciously 80s and wonderfully Canadian. With that combo, you can't go wrong. Of course, I know that you guys will be as old as I am when you finish it all, but for real, it's totally worth it. 7. Degrassi has birthed some of the best bromances I've ever seen on television. Jimmy Spinner, Marco Craig, Snake Joey, JT Toby, and my personal favorite, who you won't get until about season 12 or so, Moe Jake. Seriously, Moe and Jake's friendship makes me so happy makes me happier than seeing Kid Elric live at the Dome or seeing the premiere of Clown Academy 67. Well, that's all for now, ladies. Thanks for the hours upon hours of entertainment that you have provided me over the past few weeks. I am anxiously awaiting the next episode. Be the best! Your resident old lady, Bethany. Thank you, Bethany. Thank you, Bethany. You're awesome. That was so nice. And I can't wait. now. Well, now that I know we have like a decent bromance coming along... I'm slightly less scared about watching the later Dark Ages of Degrassi. 
I'm still pretty scared, to be honest, but it helps. I think it also helps that some of the people we're seeing now are still going to be there for a while, like Holly J and Sav and all the and Mia. They're all going to be here for a while, and then while they're there, then like new people come in, like Sav's little sister and Darcy's little sister, who apparently just goes through a fucking roller coaster, but. I feel like once we like when we get there, we'll be like, oh, we're here. We didn't even realize because it's been such a slow transition. Maybe we'll have Stockholm syndrome by then. Hopefully. God, hopefully, because I don't know if I can take it if we're not at least slightly on board for it. I'm like truly very worried about it, honestly, (laughs) especially since they're all two parters for a while. There's just a million episodes. There's like 40 episodes in like upcoming seasons and they're all two parters and we're it's gonna be a slog. But whatever, it's gonna be fine. We're gonna drink we're just gonna drink through it. It's okay. That might actually help. Um all right, and we also have a review and I know it's your turn. <laughs> and we have a review from someone called I'd get sleazy for Ron Weasley. And the only thing the review says it well, it's t- their subject line is solid work, and then it says, "But like, do you own these seasons on DVD, or where are you streaming these from?" <laughs> I'd get sleazy for Ron Weasley. They're all on YouTube, so follow along there. Yeah, watch on YouTube. Um, I mean, can I just ship them with Ron Weasley, or does it have to be? A- it has to be Degrassi. Come on. All right. Pick someone we haven't done yet. Okay. Um, let me see. Well, I don't know your gender or your sexual preference. So I'm going to ship you with um, Emma. I'm going to ship you with Emma. We haven't shipped anyone with Emma yet. So you are. Oh, no, I'm going to ship you with Liberty. Ship you with liberty. So you are living in Toronto and you are at a bookstore, um, just perusing, you know, whatever. And you like can't reach something on a high shelf, and you are like, and you kind of like jump up and to grab it and you end up like knocking several books down and you're like embarrassed and you hear like a really cute giggle from behind you and you turn around and it's this like really cute girl and you're like oh sorry you know and because she like she works there and so she has her like smock and things and she's like it's okay it happens all the time we need like stools or something and you're like yeah haha whatever um and then she's like oh hi I'm Liberty and you guys like introduce yourselves to each other and she's like well you know since I'm gonna have to clean all this up I think that maybe you should owe me like a coffee or something um and you take her out for coffee and you guys have a really good time and then you see what happens from there nice that's very nice tame but Liberty's tame Liberty's very tame, and also we have no information about this person. <laughs> Vague as hell. Um, but great. Um, all right. So if you guys want to be featured on our Grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at Pod. We're on Instagram at Pod. 
or on Tumblr, whateverittakespodcast.tumblr.com. You can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, and on iTunes. And if you're on iTunes, why don't you rate, review, and subscribe? And if you leave us a review, we will give you your own fan fiction like we did for I'd Get Sleazy for Ron Weasley. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Hollandtacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsucks with a Z at the end. Um, and I am going to recommend the newest Mac DeMarco album. It's called This Old Dog. It just came out on May 5th and it's super good. I listened to it all weekend long and it's awesome and everybody should check it out. Um, I'm going to recommend a podcast called Inside Psycho. Um, it's pretty much what it sounds like. It starts from like Ed Gein and goes all the way to like uh like Hitchcock dying basically. It's like the whole gamut of Psycho and it's like all this like interesting stuff and it's kind of the especially the Ed Gein stuff is like very graphic, but it's so good. It's really good. Especially if you're a Hitchcock fan or a serial killer fan or just a fan of old movies. Psycho, the Alfred Hitchcock movie. Ed Gein, the person, the serial killer on which the movie is based, for some context. <laughs> is it? I just assume. Sorry. I'm like, everyone has the same interests as me, right? Just to give some context to the people. I mean, I feel like if you've made it this far, you probably have that context, but just in case. Um, but yeah, so that's all we have for today. Thank you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. Mm-hmm.